You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. Okay, here is a thing that I want to share with all of the humans on the planet. If you are human and you have a birthday, I want to grant you full permission to decide that you get to celebrate your birthday for a full month. Now, this is something that my parents implemented because my brother's birthday falls around Easter sometimes. My dad's birthday falls around Canadian Thanksgiving. And my birthday is close to Christmas. So my parents decided, you know what? Let's be flexible. Let's just allow everybody in our households to celebrate their birthday for a full month. If you have kids, my friends, I want you to implement this strategy because A, it makes you feel real special when you know it's my birthday month and I get to celebrate a birthday anytime I want during the full month. You get to be totally selfish anytime you like for a full 30 days. People, I feel like this is such an incredible human gift that you can pass along to anyone, but most importantly, you can pass it along to yourself. So if you have been blessed to have been born around any other special occasion, any other thing that happens to all of my fellow December babies who went to school in the Northern Hemisphere, when December likes to turn into exam month, final exam month, turn in your final projects, let's make lots of all the bad things happen in December. <laughs> I have had to write final exams on my birthday before, so please and thank you. Let me please celebrate the whole month. It is my birthday. There you go. It's like one of the greatest things that my parents distilled in me. The other thing I'm going to tell you, it's like podcast is going to be filled with so much goodness because the other thing I'm going to tell you, one of the greatest gifts my mother gave me, she gave me so many amazing gifts, but one of them is create your own preferences around Christmas. So when you're like 27, 28, and you randomly decide to move to Australia, all of a sudden, you're going to be celebrating Christmas in the middle of summer. What an amazing opportunity completely reinvent what you want Christmas to look like. So I want to pass along that gift to you. Decide for yourself what you want Christmas to look like. Don't feel like you have to follow any special ceremonies, any special gatherings. You get to decide what you want your winter holiday, your Christmas holiday, your summer holiday, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you want it to be, you get to decide. Do you know what else? Just while I'm thinking about all the amazing skills and gifts that my mother passed on to me, 
The other one is every Christmas, my mom would just get really curious about how other cultures celebrated that season. Oh my gosh, people talk about so much fun. It's so amazing to understand and to just open your eyes around how other cultures celebrate and create ceremony in the month of December. It's so fun. (laughs) Because you know what's not fun? Going to the mall on the 24th of December to buy shit for people that they really don't care about. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sure we'll talk. We can talk more about that in a future podcast. Please. Just remember, you get to decide what you want your Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever the ceremony celebration is for you. Just decide what you want it to be and just try shit on. Just try it on and make it what you want it to be and just let go of any expectation. I'm telling you right now, this Christmas, this year is going to be my best Christmas ever. Because every year it keeps getting better. (laughs) I told you guys what our Christmas looks like. It's so, some people are like, wow, that's really grinchy. And I'm like, no way. This is the best Christmas ever. But I'm sure we'll talk about that later because I don't want to drag this on too much because I'm so excited. I'm so excited about today's podcast because I wanted to talk to you very specifically about the five characteristics of a successful flower boss. And when I say flower boss, I don't mean like your boss. If you work in a flower shop, I'm not talking about your boss. When you sign up to start a flower business, you are also signing a piece of paper that says, yes, I am going to turn into a flower boss. So let us talk about the five characteristics of successful flower bosses. And here's the thing. It is so easy in our business to be distracted and to get wrapped up in all of the wrong things. You think, you know, I'm going to go get my certification. I'm going to get my qualification. I'm going to sign up to that person's podcast. I'm going to sign up to that person's workshop or that person's online course. And then I'm just going to go out and start a business. One minor small hiccup. You haven't learned anything about business. I vividly remember sitting in day one of my formal certification class and Deb stood up at the front of the room and after she went through the necessary OH&S requirements, we then had a very brief discussion. She made a very clear announcement. This is not a business class. We are here to teach you the mechanics, the fundamentals of floral design. This is not a business class, but still the vast majority of my fellow classmates were going out there to start a business. And now, not that many years later, I look at it and I go, well, how the heck did I come this far and they're still trying to figure out what they're doing? It's because I understood and I actually listened to what Deb said. This is not a business class. So I showed up in class to learn the mechanics, to understand the fundamentals of floral design and appreciate the foundation that I was being taught in order to be able to serve a broad array of customers. And then I went out and learned all the other business things outside of the classroom. Because when you are showing up as a floral designer and business owner, 
you need to understand floral design and business ownership. And it's so common, so simple, and it's so common in our industry for people to think, well, having a successful business and being a successful flower boss requires me to have a shop front. Or it requires me to have more Instagram followers. Or if I just had more qualifications, more certifications, and more work experience, then things would fall into place. But in actual fact, none of these things matter. It's not about having a shop front. It's not about having more Instagram followers. It's not about having more qualifications, certifications, or more experience. In actual fact, what it takes to build a successful business and be a successful flower boss is so much more about who you are, which is precisely why I wanted to talk about the characteristics of successful business owners, because it does not matter if you have a shop front, thousands of followers on Instagram or wherever you are in your training and education. The success of your business comes down to your character. And I know you're going to want to offer up a little bit of resistance to this concept because you're going to tell me, but Kathleen, I wasn't born this way. I wasn't born with these characteristics. And here's the thing. All of these are simply skills to be learned. When you are building your business, you are building a skill set. You are adapting and learning things every single day. And that includes you understanding who you need to show up as when you are building your business. Your personality and your identity is totally a construct that you create. Nothing is set in stone. Your personality, your identity, and the characteristics of who you are are determined by you. You get to write your own story. You get to decide who you need to be when you show up as a flower boss. So when it comes to the five characteristics of a successful flower boss, first thing, focused. And because I always love turning to the Googs to understand and get definitions on the English language, the Googs defines focused as the state or quality of having or produced a clear visual definition. Going to repeat that. The state of having produced a clear visual definition. In other words, it says basically, I know where I'm going and I have a clear end goal. This, my friends, is why the first question I will ask you is, what is your financial objective? How much money do you want your business to turn over? How much do you want your business to do in sales in the run of a year? And yes, this is a number that you get to decide. It's all well and good to have a desire to want to make and create a flower business and get this thing working. But very specifically, how much money do you want your business to turn over in the run of a year? What kinds of designs do you want to be creating? What kinds of ingredients do you want to be using? All of the decisions are up to you. 
because you have signed that piece of paper that says you are the owner of this business. You get to be a dictator. You are the one who is in charge and you have to set a clear goal. You have to set a clear financial goal so that you understand how to prioritize, where to put your energy and effort and what to do with all of this time that it takes to make this business happen. So I'm going to ask you, what kind of business do you want to be creating? Do you want to just focus in on daily flower deliveries? Do you want to just focus in on small, intimate weddings? Do you want to focus in on workshops? Do you want to launch an online course? Do you want to do big, amazing, beautiful, high-budget events? What do you want to be doing with this business? Get selfish. Get specific. What kinds of ingredients do you want to be using? What kind of color palettes do you want to be working in? And most importantly, how much money do you want your business to turn over in the run of a year? All of it is up to you. If you feel like you're not making progress in your business, I'm going to ask you, have you got a clear goal? Once you have a clear goal and a clear articulation and a clear vision in your head in terms of what your version of a beautiful business looks like, then you can focus your energy, effort, and money to make that happen. So characteristic number one, focus. Characteristic number two, ambition. And the Google defines ambition as having or showing a strong desire and determination to succeed. In my opinion, it's like having the fuel that keeps you moving forward. You know when you're a business owner, you are going to run into challenges. This is not an easy path to navigate. You are going to be confronted with uncomfortable situations. You're going to be confronted with difficult customers, and you're going to be confronted with technology headaches. All of these things are guaranteed. I can guarantee you, you're going to feel frustrated and irritated and annoyed and disappointed and angry. It is all part of the process. There are so many bumps along the road. It's like a crazy, crazy roller coaster that you didn't even realize that you had signed up for. And your focus must be on that bigger picture, right? It's bold and it's beyond your current reality. And your ambition is what is the fuel that keeps you moving forward. And so often for me personally, my ambition appears as impatience, stubbornness, persistence, anger, aggression, frustration, irritation. All these negative emotions that I used to think were bad. Because as human beings, we are taught and we are conditioned to think that I'm supposed to be happy all of the time. And then you decide to start your own business. And all of a sudden, you are confronted with a full spectrum of emotions. And I will tell you, those negative emotions do not mean you've done something wrong. Those negative emotions are part of the human experience, particularly when you label yourself and you classify yourself and you understand that you are ambitious, 
you are going to feel an array of negative emotions. And many times, particularly in women, we are conditioned, we are trained that we shouldn't express anger. We shouldn't express irritation and frustration. That we should be delicate and feminine all of the time. To which I say, fuck that. It's not going to help me make progress in my business. You can channel your ambition and use it as your fuel to move your business forward. I truly believe that your ambition is your superpower. It is the high octane fuel to help you keep making progress. Those days when you feel like it's you against the world, it's you against technology, it's you against all the irritating customers, you are the one who needs to have your own back. You are the one who needs to pick yourself up off the floor. You are the one who keeps taking a step forward. You've got to have your own back. You've got to support yourself. And this is where your ambition comes in handy. So characteristic number two of successful flower bosses, ambition. Number three, self-awareness. The Googles define self-awareness as having conscious knowledge of one's own character and feelings. Said a totally different way, it's the idea of having self-reflection, understanding your personal strengths, weaknesses, observing your thoughts, beliefs, motivations, and emotions. It's this whole thing that we can do as humans where we can look at ourselves from outside of ourselves, right? The fact that we have a part of our brain that is able to do that is astounding, my dog does not walk around thinking about her own thinking. She does not think about how she shows up in the world. But we humans can. We humans can show up and become aware of ourself. It's a very unique human trait that we are able to get out of ourselves, be reflective of ourselves, understand who we are, what we're about, and what we want. How you show up, how you speak to yourself, who you are, who you are at your core and who you see yourself as. This is all part of building the skill set around self-awareness. And this is such an integral part of building a successful business because our identity needs to shift. We need to decide who we need to become in order to make $50,000 in order to make $100,000, who we need to become in order to make a million dollars. Your identity is something that is always evolving. And because your identity is always evolving, you can actually shift your identity on purpose. Who you are when you're first just starting out your business and who you are when you make 50,000 pounds or $100,000 is an evolution of yourself. Your identity shifts again when you go from $100,000 to $300,000. Your identity is always evolving because you need to change, you need to grow, and you need to evolve as a human being. And that is your purpose on this planet. 
you get to evolve as an individual. And what's even better, when you are pushed into the uncomfortable situation of being a business owner, your evolution happens right before your eyes. You are forced to lean in to the discomfort. You are forced to conquer your limiting beliefs. You are forced to evolve into a better version of yourself. And it feels fucking awful at times. It, it feels so awkward. When you go through those growth spurts, it doesn't feel any better when you're 39 than it did when you were 12. That transformation that happens is so awkward and it feels so like I've just put on the most ill-fitting outfit. I'm not quite sure if this is me, but it's so much fun. It's so much fun to know that the you of today is not the same you that's going to make a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred thousand pounds. Whatever your goal is, you get to decide who that version of you that's going to make that happen. That version of you that already runs a successful flower business. So here are a few questions to consider. Who do you want to become in the process of making this business happen? Who is your future self? The one who is already in charge of your version, the one who's already making the money, the one who's already accomplished that financial goal. Who is that version of you and how are they different to who you are today? been talking a lot to my one-on-one students about this idea of building a relationship with your future self. Clearly envisioning that version of you, that kick-ass, girl boss, flower boss version of you, who's getting consistent inquiries, who's making the money, who's got their website to a place that's eh, better than good enough, who's conquered the technology, who's sorted out how the heck do I figure out this fucking delivery date picker on my website? Who is that version of you that has already conquered that challenge? And how is she different to who you are today? How is she different to how you show up today? And if you are one of my private students and you're inside of our super awesome private community, I have posted a worksheet for you so that you can get to work on this job. I've posted a worksheet for my private students to give you an idea and to be able to craft a very clear vision of your future. Hot tip, if you're one of my students, just log in and search future self and you will find that worksheet. And for those of you who are not part of my program, and you're kind of sitting on the fence about it, sign up. Sign up for a mini session with me. Get a taste of what it's like to work with me. I'll talk you through my one-on-one program. I'll talk you through so much of the fun mindset work that we get to do. And you'll get access to all of my marketing how-tos. Understand how to conquer Instagram, exactly what to do with your website. We'll sort out pricing and sales and branding how to get found by your ideal clients. We're even working on a whole program that's specific to SEO. Oh, it's so much fun. 
if you're on the fence about signing up for my one-on-one program, get in in December, secure your spots, even if you don't want to start until the new year, because you got to book your spot before the end of December. Price is going up January 2020. Speaking of which, so characteristic number three is self-awareness. Characteristic number four is about being decisive. Being decisive is a skill to learn. And my friends, I am a very, very good decision maker. I have just learned to become a decision maker because I have learned to be completely detached from the result. I have learned to become detached from the outcome. And instead of thinking that there is a right and a wrong decision to make, I make a decision. I look at the result and I go, is this in line with what I was thinking? Is this in line with what I want? No. Change my mind. My girl, Maya Angelou, this quote has hung with me for decades. You make a decision based on the information you have on hand. When you know better, you do better. You only learn how by taking action. You only learn how by moving forwards. That requires you to make decisions. There is no such thing as right or wrong. There is no such thing as right or wrong. Because the outcome doesn't mean anything. You learn from doing, from taking action, from trying things, from trying all the things, gathering the data, evaluating what is effective from what isn't effective, and then continuing to make progress. If I look back on the early versions of my business and how much our business has evolved every single year, the first thing I think is I'm so grateful to our staff because they fucking rode the wave of uncertainty with us. So that's the first thing. (laughs) Surround yourself with good people. The second thing is, When we first started our business, the ingredients that we ordered in on a daily basis, the arrangements that we were making, what our shop looked like, what our website looked like, what our Instagram looked like, what our wedding inquiry process looked like, it looks nothing like that these days. But it's only because we kept trying things. The way that we navigated our wedding inquiries the way that we even created our bouquets, the way that we set up for mass productions like Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, and Christmas, the way we managed staff, the way we set up our roster, the way that we kitted out our shops, the way that we wrapped our bouquets, the way that we branded everything, the way that we managed our brides, the way that we set up our website, what our website even looks like, all of it has just evolved because we made decisions, evaluated the results, learned from it, and then made more decisions. I'm telling you right now, indecision is an absolute waste of energy. You are wasting energy and you are wasting time because the output and the outcome from any decision doesn't need to mean anything. And when you sit there and you tell yourself, well, I don't know, I'm confused, I'm not a decisive person. I just can't make a decision. You're actually blocking yourself from your own wisdom. Understand that being decisive is just a skill to learn. 
detach yourself from the outcome. The only way you're going to figure out how to make it work for you is to take action and keep moving forward. I've been told by fellow business owners that one of the reasons I am so successful is because I have a bias for action. I just keep moving forward. I just keep trying shit. Most of it doesn't work, which is fine, because that's how I figure out what does work. Take action and remember that the outcome doesn't need to mean anything. It's just data. It's how you learn. So I will invite you to just decide that from this moment forward, you are a decisive person. Characteristic number four of successful flower bosses, being decisive. And characteristic number five, infinitely teachable. When you are a business owner, the insights never stop. We are always learning something. I was talking to a fellow floral designer and business owner the other day, and she was saying to me, well, somebody told me that when they make their bridal bouquets, they never, ever, ever make them ahead. They always make them on the day, and sometimes that requires them to drive to the venue first and then make the bouquet. And I was like, well, my personal opinion is if that works for them, that's great. Personally, that exhausts me. I don't want to put that kind of pressure on myself. So here's a hot tip. We created a production process that served me, that served my creative process. We would go to the market on Wednesday, prep everything on a Wednesday. If we needed to, we'd start sorting the product. We'd start babysitting the product, making sure everything was going to open up. There are times, my friends, that I have made bridal bouquets on a Thursday for a Saturday wedding. I will do a first edit of a bridal bouquet on a Thursday, and then I'll come back on Saturday morning as part of my production process to refine and tweak it. Absolutely. I assumed, oh, no, you can't make the bridal bouquet until right as close to the ceremony as possible. I'm here to provide you an alternative perspective. My friends, keep trying things, keep learning things, and knowing that being infinitely teachable is one of the greatest characteristics of successful people because so much of what you need to learn in building a business is just information. You're gathering data. You're trying things out. If you decide that you need to learn and you need to take a course about how to build an effective website on Squarespace, you go do that. If you decide you want to take a course on conquering bookkeeping and insurance and tax and all of the administration side of things, you go do that. If you want to go take a course and understand how to make foam-free installations, you go do that. Because if you're anything like me, you keep investing in programs so that you can keep learning and making things better. Because I want to keep learning. I want to keep understanding how to better this and better that and what's the fastest way to make this happen and how do I conquer this thing. We are infinitely teachable. And that includes everything from like what flowers are in season, what flowers go with this, what flowers add texture, what flowers make this happen, how do you do this in a foam context? How do you do this without foam? How do you do this when you only have 45 minutes for a bump in? How do you do this when the bump in needs to happen the night before? Infinitely teachable. 
And when you run a business, there is so much to learn. What to do with your website, how to sort out advertising, what do I do on Instagram, what am I doing with my pricing, how do I conquer customer service, how the heck do I hire somebody, how the heck do I fire somebody, how the heck do I set up a roster, how do I fit out this shop, what do I do with my at-home studio, do I need a cool room, don't I need a cool room, how do I negotiate this lease, how do I navigate new wedding inquiries, how do I sort out staffing, what do I do with this event inquiry, what do I do with this funeral over here, how the heck do I make a Christmas wreath? My goodness, in addition to all of that, there is an encyclopedia to be learned when it comes to flower, flower names, flower availability, all of it. It's just information, right? And if somebody had already written the book in terms of how to actually build a successful flower business, it would be so thick. Because <laughs> there's so much just information to learn. Because you need to learn about staffing and customer service. You need to learn about business. You need to learn about marketing. You need to learn about how to set up your website. You need to learn about sales. And then, oh, don't forget that you need to learn as much as you can about floral design, mechanics, and flower care. There is so much information to learn. Of which, some of it's covered in qualifications and certifications. None of the business and marketing stuff is. And again, some of the business and marketing stuff can be covered in a course, but not relevant to floral designers. So, hey, always be learning. So characteristic number five is that you are infinitely teachable and you are constantly investing in your own education. Constantly. So the five characteristics of a successful flower boss. Focused. Ambitious. Self-aware. Decisive, teachable. And I know you're going to tell me, but Kathleen, I was not born that way. I was not born with these characteristics. I'm going to tell you right now, neither was I. I was not born with these characteristics. I just knew these were characteristics I needed to embody if I wanted to become a successful business owner. I will say, though, I think it's fairly safe to assume you're listening to this podcast, you're following along on this flower times, fun times, most likely that means that you would classify yourself as an ambitious person. Heck, I can guarantee you that means that you're teachable and you have a heightened level of self-awareness. So you've already checked three of the boxes. That means the only two characteristics you need to try on for yourself are being decisive and practicing being focused. So when it comes to being decisive, the first thing I'm going to tell you is stop wasting time and energy on indecision. It's the single biggest energy suck. And when you have to wake up at three o'clock in the morning to go to the market and you have to stay up until midnight just to try and finish all the Christmas wreaths, you do not have an unlimited amount of energy. So make a decision, like the reason for your decision, evaluate the outcome and readjust. If it didn't work, Try something else. It's super simple, super straightforward. It's just a process. You're always learning. And being focused means that you actually learn and you understand what you need to focus on when it comes to building your business. Because it's so easy to get sucked into the vortex of thinking, well, I need a shop front. Uh, I must need more qualifications. Mm, I must need more Instagram followers. When in actual fact, all you need to do is embrace the discomfort of setting a very clear goal, understanding who you need to become to make that goal happen and get to work. 
Without a clear goal, you'll have no concept in terms of how to manage your time. You won't know what to focus on next. You won't understand what your priorities are. You won't learn what matters. You will not know how to create results in your business, which is exactly what I cover in my one-on-one program. So if you want to learn how to show up as a badass flower boss, if you want to learn how to embody that version of you that makes $100,000, if you want to learn how to embody being that person who is on the way to making half a million pounds or a million dollars, should that be the goal that you're after? Heck, maybe your goal is $50,000. That doesn't make your goal less worthy. It still requires you to evolve as a human being. And when you know that you can do this, but you're looking for clarity on how to make it happen, how to speed up your progress, how to make money sooner, grab a spot in my one-on-one program. It's like a flower boss boot camp. We'll focus in on confidence, and I will give you the tools to understand how you can create confidence for yourself, how you can show up as the flower boss that you've been dreaming of, providing clarity, giving you a roadmap for success, how to make more money and attract more clients. Plus, you get community and support. Because when you are in the studio by yourself and sucked into the vortex of Instagram comparison, it's really helpful to know that you are not the only one struggling with self-doubt. Never feel alone again. And you'll get answers to all your questions. So, my friend, I will invite you. If you are interested in working with me, sign up for a free 20-minute mini session. What's amazing is it doesn't matter where you live in the world because there's this thing called the internet and it works by these tubes that connect you to me. So we can work together no matter where you are in the world, which is so fun because I am now working with floral designers in Canada, the United States, Australia, New Zealand, the UK, United Arab Emirates, my friends. We're going global. It's so incredibly fun. So if you want to be working with me, the thing I will tell you is get your session booked in with me. Sign up for my one-on-one program before the end of 2020 because the price is increasing 1 January 2021. So if you want to get into my program and you want to make the smart decision to save a little bit of money, Get your ass in gear. Make the decision. Sign up before the 31st of December, my friends. Sign up for a mini session at fourflorist.com backslash mini. And no matter what, I hope you have an amazing week. Think about your Christmas and what you want your Christmas to look like. And just decide that that's the way it's going to be. Practice being decisive in all areas of your life. It is so much fun, my friends. Okay, have an amazing week. Have a beautiful week, and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now.